The following episode of Pop Culture with Unpopular People was recorded in April. If Josh or Leslie make any weird or strange comments about the Toronto Blue Jays, well, let's just say they didn't know any better. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture with Unpopular People, and enjoy the show. I'm Josh Gordon. And I'm Leslie Gordon. We're brother and sister, but more importantly, we're unpopular people. Yeah, we've got like five friends. So what do we do as unpopular people? We sit around all day and absorb popular culture. And we started a podcast to talk about it. This is Pop Culture with Unpopular People. Hello. <laughs> you never start the podcast. I, I know. I was it. looking at you. Right. Waiting for you to start talking. And then you just look at me with like a blank stare like, hello. Well, that's because we're recording in person for the Ooh, first time. Live. Are we supposed to make eye contact the entire time? Because I feel really uncomfortable. About live this from time. New York. It's Saturday night. It is Tuesday night. And we don't need to disclaim where we are. We're in an undisclosed location. Undisclosed. We're bunkered down. Bunkered down. <laughs> yeah. It's a couple of days after the Easter holiday. How's your Easter, Leslie? It's good. It's really weird <laughs> recording in person. I'm really wondering if I have to make eye contact with you the entire time. That's what I'm most concerned about right you've, now. You've, you've never been interviewed before? Uh, if I have, I've probably tried to avoid making eye contact to make it less awkward. Well, you can look at the TV right now. Oh, and Because yes. uh, we've got the Blue Jays game on right now. They're currently leading one nothing over the Texas Rangers. This is in the top of the first. Bo Bichette just hit his first home run of the year. And with the wind in his hair. <laughs> it's in Texas. They don't think they have a full crowd there today. Hey, Lysol wipes. Did you see that? No, I did not. Oh, in the background, they have Lysol wipes set up. So that's one, at least one thing that they're doing somewhat right. Right. So yesterday, Leslie, they had 46,000 people in Texas at the home opener. How does that make you feel? Uncomfortable. And how many people there were wearing masks? Uh, I saw one. Not enough? <laughs> one out of 46,000? Yeah. Even like right now, you look, oh no, the TV froze. Oh, there we go. Yeah, someone's wearing a cowboy hat, but not a mask. Someone has a mask that is around their chin. And the other person I see that has a mask just has it in their hands. America. The beautiful. <laughs> Home of the brave. Yes. Texas has brought back Americans' freedom. Okay. <laughs> Simmer down. That was a joke. That was sarcasm. It was sarcasm, eh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, Leslie, I don't think we have any feedback from the last show. Like, normally we have feedback where we go and talk about it. Did, did you get any feedback on the um, last last episode? Besides Dad saying that I need therapy? Right. <laughs> because you talked about murder way too much. True crime. No, true crime. I'm not planning any sort of crime in my own time. You positive about that? Positive. So I can put that in the record books. Yes. All right. <laughs> Jeez, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Our boy, a listener, Colin. Yes. An update. Did not know we released an episode. So that's why he hasn't been listening. That's why he did not listen this past weekend. And then he goes to blame it on me for not updating our Instagram. Oh, <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> so it's my fault. I believe that for, for sure, because I don't even touch that stuff. You're the uh, Instagram connoisseur. The mediator. Is it the mediator? I don't know. I don't even know. Mediator is something you use in, like, divorces. Okay, that got <laughs> dark again all of a sudden. Maybe you do need therapy. <laughs> True crime. <laughs> woot woot. All right, so we've already talked about it a little bit, and we talked about it last week, Leslie. We're talking about the Toronto Blue Jays this week. Yes, and you showed up at my door with a lunch kit, and I said, what's in the lunch kit? And you said, my notes. That's right. You carry your notes in your lunch kit. That's right. You never know when a good idea is going to strike you. It could be at lunchtime. That's right. Um, That's when you're feeding the brain. <laughs> <laughs> but when we talked about this last week, you said, I didn't really prepare any notes. I don't think we need to prepare notes this time. Right. I have my top five and then a list of four names. <laughs> You only have four names? No, on your I top have my five top list? five and then a list of four names oh. of people we should discuss. Top five list of the week. All right. Leslie, I have a feeling that our lists are going to be very different this week. Yes. Because for those of you who do not know Leslie, Leslie tends to pick favorite players of the Toronto Blue Jays and that... then they tend to get traded <laughs> or hurt or demoted or. All of the above. Yeah, it, it never ends well. I am the curse of the Toronto Blue Jays. So why don't you get us started with your top five list, Leslie? Top five, I did. I did. Uh, this is top Toronto Blue Jays. Top Toronto Blue Jays players. I did play around with it a lot because, as you said, I've had to have many favorite players. That's right. <laughs> due to lots of people leaving and being traded. But yep. number five is a classic. I would say probably it was my second favorite player on that this doesn't make sense i'm saying this was my second favorite player but he's number five on the list right <laughs> it's eric kinski eric kinski eric kinski 285 hey eh? is that a batting average or the canadian exchange yeah but he got a lot of hate from that guy in tampa bay yeah so the what does that guy do the tampa bay heckler i believe he's in jail oh what I, did he do i think it's tax fraud tax evasion uh, he definitely lost all, all of his money at some point, which is why he's not at the Tampa Bay Rays games anymore. Mm. But he used to be there, and he used to pick one player every single game off of every team that he would heckle. And Eric Hinsky just happened to be that guy for the Toronto Blue Jays in the early 2000s. Poor Eric Hinsky. Good player, never lived up to his first year. He was the American League Rookie of the Year, I believe, in 2003. Yes. Then he got a crazy back tattoo, and everyone was like, what is that? Remember that? I do not remember that. Oh my gosh. It's a full colored back tattoo all the way. It's covered. I need to show you a picture now. Does it have his name and number on the back? No, he's not. Because if you're a professional athlete, <laughs> please, please, please don't get your last name and number oh, tattooed so to your back. Stupid. I hate people that do that. I, I know it's such like, a thing that players do. Do you not know your own name? I think it's more of an identity thing, is it not? Um, is that the picture right there? The ego thing? Yeah, this is the picture. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. No. Like, and the way it's cut off, it, it's like a t-shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big tattoo person in general, but 
it's weird. Yeah. Anyways, number four. Number four I feel very bad about. Number four is Travis Snyder. Travis Snyder. Great prospect. Never lived yes. up to the height. Well, he... He he was called, I remember hearing this, I can't remember who said this, the quadruple A player. That's right. Who said that? that Everyone said that. It was definitely a thing on Jay's, Jay's talk me. for yeah. a long time. Bob McCowan was a, a big proponent of the triple or the quadruple A player. And the quadruple A player is some player who's too good for triple A and not good enough for the majors. I don't know if I really buy that. I remember Travis Snyder came up and he hit a massive home run in his very first year in the Metrodome in Minneapolis over the baggy in right field. Oh my gosh, that's a good memory. Yeah, and it was one of those things where you looked at it and like, this guy's going to be the real deal, and this it like never a, materialized. Like a J.P. Aaron Sebia? Well, J.P. Aaron Sebia <laughs> had a lot of hype, but... Because of his first at-bat with the Blue Jays. First his game. first his first game with the Blue Jays, he went four for four with two home runs in that game. Mm-hmm. First pitch home run. That's right. Do you remember where we were when we saw that? We were at Grandma and Pops. We were at Grandma and Pops's. Yep. And the reason why we were there, I don't remember. Mom and Dad were at an art show, I think, somewhere. That probably rings a bell. Yeah, considering that happened on multiple occasions. Right. Exactly. <laughs> One of those times. Right. Anyways. I remember that trip. We went and we got ice cream at like 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. No, that was the trip that um, they went to Ottawa to see Michael Buble. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. And then we stayed overnight. And then there was one morning, um, Pops yells. And it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. And he, we just hear him yell, kids, get your asses out of bed. Yeah, I remember that. And they had company over. Like, who has company over at 8 a.m.? Yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely interesting, but, but I mean. We got up and then got ice cream. Right. <laughs> and then we went to the cemetery. And the, Yeah. What and a day. <laughs> the only time that I've ever, like, voluntarily went to a cemetery. Well, it wasn't really voluntary. Well, I, you know what I mean. Like, the, like it was it was planned out in the day that we have to go to the cemetery at some point. Yeah. I hope that you don't have to do that. That I don't have to do that? Plan out trips to the cemetery? No, ideally not. Anyway, that got morbid. It did, very fast. Number three. I see you, like, eyeing my top three list. Have you already seen my whole list? I have not seen the list. Okay, because, no. like... We both have our, my computer screen up, which has my notes. Number three is Aaron Sanchez. Of course. Aaron Sanchez. Aaron Sanchez is getting the start tonight for the San Francisco Giants, Leslie. So or was sad. It, or was that last night? I honestly don't remember. Maybe tonight? Maybe tonight. Maybe maybe it was last night. I don't remember. So sad. He should have stayed. He got traded. I know that. <laughs> Oh, so, so far we have uh, Eric Kinski, who was, I believe, traded. Uh, yeah, he got traded to the Red Sox for a player to be named later. And you know what that means? We want him gone for nothing. Take our garbage. Hey, every now and again, a player to be named later works out. Sure. Julian Merriweather right now for the Toronto Blue Jays was the player to be named later in the Josh Donaldson trade, and he's basically the closer now. Hey, that was a good one. Travis Snyder was traded traded. to Pittsburgh, I believe. Mm -hmm. Aaron Sanchez traded. 
Number two? Number two, Carlos Delgado. Okay. Not traded, but was a player that the Blue Jays decided that they couldn't afford. Yeah. And let him walk for nothing. Yes. They did not get anything in exchange for him. He left as a free agent to go to the Florida Marlins, where he played one year before being traded to the New York Mets. Carlos Delgado, I believe, has 496 career home runs, something like that. Like, he's ridiculously close to 500. And it's such a shame that he, on his first year of the Hall of Fame ballot, he didn't get enough votes to be on the continue being on the Hall of Fame ballot. So he'll never be in the Hall of Fame unless some committee puts him in. What? Yeah. So That's disgusting. And guaranteed, if Carlos Delgado was a New York Yankee or a Boston Red Sox, he would be in the Hall of Fame right now. Oh, of course. I can almost guarantee it. Of course. Carlos Delgado, really interesting story, Leslie. I don't know if you know this, but he actually came up as a catcher. And he was a catcher in 1994 was his first year where he made the opening day roster. Now, is this a fact that you have learned from the good guys of baseball? No, I, this is not <laughs> a fact that I've learned from the good guys of baseball. Tanner Roark here is getting lit up by the uh, Texas Rangers, which is just, <laughs> it's just a shame. It's, it's, it's sad that the Jays have brought back Tanner Roark. That is my professional opinion. Your professional opinion? Yes. What makes you a professional? <laughs> Everything about me says screams professional professional what professional human being (laughs) but yes carlos delgado great blue jay best memory of course is when he hit four home runs in a game against the tampa bay rays or when he broke the windows at windows restaurant yes thankfully they don't have that anymore thank thankfully they replaced that they came to their their senses and uh made the west jet flight deck you didn't like the flight deck at first. No, I still hate it. You still hate it? Yeah. But you said, thankfully, it's not a restaurant? Right. Well, it was just unused space at that point. Yeah. But the flight deck is an excuse. The majority of the Rogers Center now is unused space. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that the flight deck was an excuse to get fans to come together, ironically. And just stand around and drink. Right. And there's literally <laughs> zero food option that's out there. Like, there's no reason to go there other than to stand there. Like, I love going up there and trying to catch a batting practice home run. Mm -hmm. But how often do hitters hit at dead center batting practice? Almost never. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's kind of like not a good use of space. They have the the biggest beer selection out there. (laughs) If they put in some good food selections, okay, I'm all there. You can get a pretzel. But I mean, the Rogers Center food selections in general are terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. We're not, we're, we were so impressed when they got the burger stand that was right outside. Yeah, right outside our, 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 our section. Our section for season season tickets. Right, we, we were season seat holders for two years. Uh, we got them right after the Blue Jays were good, and then they were terrible for two years, and now we're in a pandemic, so we haven't been able to go for two years. Yes. So Leslie, do you want to do the uh, Watch Mojo honorable mentions, or are you just going to? Yes. Or are you just going to go into number one? No, honorable mentions is a Tony Fernandez. Of course, first one. He, that was probably my first favorite. Player. First favorite player. He was mm-hmm. traded several times, <laughs> but mm-hmm. when he became your favorite player, that was in his last go around with the Toronto Blue Jays. I think mm-hmm. he had four appearances all told, 
with the Toronto Blue Jays. Rest in peace, Tony Fernandez. That's right. He <laughs> did pass away a few years ago. I guess it's probably about two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great player. Your first favorite player. And he actually ended up retiring in 2001, after the 2001 season. Right after we saw him? Right after we saw him. What was? Do you remember what was special about when we saw Tony Fernandez, Leslie, in 2001? Well, it was against the Montreal Expos. That's right. And we were on TV. That's right. And there was a Inside the Park home run by... Cesar Torres. Yes. Yeah. So... Fun, fun story. Getting off topic again. For some reason, I thought that was like going back and looking at the memories. I thought that was like the World Series game. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought that the uh, inside the park home run was what everyone talked about. About it, it was Joe Carter hitting the home run. So I used to tell friends in elementary school. <laughs> Oh, I saw the game where Joe Carter hit the home run. I was there. Okay. You <laughs> I wasn't even born. born. Wow. <laughs> but I I honestly thought for the longest time that we were at that game. I honestly don't think I've ever heard that story come out of your mouth. Because <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Yeah, no kidding. I was young. I didn't know any better. But the thing is, is that game against the Montreal Expos was a walk-off. Mm-hmm. And Tony Fernandez hit the walk-off single. I remember Tony Fernandez coming up, and in the video, he's twirling his bat around over his head when he's walking up. Yep. It was so exciting. Yep. Um, Was Guerrero on the Expos then? Vladimir Guerrero Mm -hmm. Sr. was on the Expos at that time. Mm -hmm. In that series, uh, there's this highlight that you see every now and again of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. making an incredible, or sorry, Vladimir Guerrero Sr. (laughs) making an incredible throw from right field and that um, nailing a runner at third base. And that throw happened the game before the game we went to. Oh, again, not the game we went to. Right. Another honorable mention. I should just do it like a really like fast honorable mentions list because there's a lot of people on the list okay tony fernandez reed johnson aaron hill <laughs> and mom's our mom's favorite player colby rasmus <laughs> perfect colby rasmus yes you were a big I, Col- colby rasmus because I, I not so much of the skill but i just thought he was hilarious as a personality Right. Because I remember when he got traded to Houston. When I get hit dingers, you make the dough. Yeah, that car commercial. That's right. I remember he said he had more space to park his truck. That's right. Yeah, he was really <laughs> happy about it. Yeah. Such a strange, strange guy. And basically decided that he didn't like playing baseball anymore and stopped playing baseball. What a weird guy. See, I liked him for the weird personality, not for the skill. What was his name? Now I for- I was thinking about him the other day. I forget his name now. Joe. Joe. Biagini. Joe Biagini. Joe Biagini. What a weirdo he was. Yeah, had, one, like had great- one great year with the Jays and that uh, incredible run to the playoffs and then fizzled out. And I don't even think he's in the big leagues right now. He was such a cool guy, though. He had some weird interviews, that was for sure. It was fu- funny. Oh, Kawasaki. We can't go without honorable mention to Kawasaki. Bush party. <laughs> bush We're going to have a bush party tonight. <laughs> what else did he say? I am Japanese. <laughs> I am Kawasaki and I am Japanese. He was so good. Yeah, he was a very lovable, lovable player. Mm-hmm. Anyways, number one on my list. Yep. 
We're going to have the same number one. Who? Who do you think it is? Who's the one person I haven't said? Jose, Jose, no. Jose, Jose. No. Jose. Is it Roy Halliday? It is Roy Halliday. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at my list. Do we it, need to have a segment of Roy Halliday? We'll talk about Roy Halliday afterwards. Yeah, I think I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's now after probably 20 minutes. I think it's now time for you or <laughs> top five. All right, let me pull out my list here. Number five, because you have to have him on the list because he hit the most important home run in Blue Jays history is Joe Carter. And I was there for that. <laughs> Of course you were. <laughs> we were all there, apparently, according to my memory. Number four, we've already talked about him, Carlos Delgado. Mm -hmm. Number three, we've talked about him on previous podcasts. It was the night of constipation. Mom was not a fan <laughs> of that segment. Mom told she was mom, so embarrassed. Mom, mom told me that we need to stop talking about my constipation issues. But here we are. This episode of Pop Culture with Unpopular People, sponsored by Metamucil. Metamucil, it helps you go. Fiber one. Is it still recording? Yes. Whoa. That was a scary moment. It was scary. All of a sudden, Leslie's computer screen I have to move the mouse every, every now and then. So, number three, he hit that home run in that constipation game. It was Edwin Encarnacion. One thing we didn't talk about about Edwin, Leslie, I really want to talk the about parrot. Edwin. The parrot. Such a, Iconic. a fixture of Edwin Encarnacion. He'd stick, stick out his, his right arm every time. Now, he, did he do that? Was it intentional at first? He definitely did it intentionally. Later then, on. No. Uh, so when he first became a member of the Toronto Blue Jays, obviously he didn't do it. And then... He started to do to do it. I think it was in spring training, and the, his teammates love it. And said you basically have to keep it up. Like mm -hmm. the Blue Jays used to do all these things. Stir Remember, the pot. Stir it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. yeah. Then um, I got some, sometimes they do the rain. Oh, bringer of rain for bringer of rain. Yeah. So it's just the Edwin was really really cool, and Edwin Encarnacion was a guy who didn't speak English. He spoke English. Oh, yeah. He just didn't like doing interviews in English. Yeah. The thing about Edwin Encarnacion is that when he came to the Toronto Blue Jays in a trade for he Scott Rowland, he played third base, and he was... Garbage. Awful at Remember third base. Remember his nickname? E5. Oh, E5 Encarnacion. Right. <laughs> E5, so error third baseman. People <laughs> called him that for a long, long time. And then... The Blue Jays sent him down. There was a point in time where he was released by the Blue Jays and then re-signed by the Blue Jays. And then all of a sudden, he just figured it out. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to number two on my list. Another guy who struggled throughout the course of his career, played for numerous teams. What are you looking at me funny for? I'm looking at your list. I'm trying to look at your list from... I see. <laughs> played for numerous teams. Played for four teams in one season. And then was finally acquired by the Toronto Blue Jays. And that's Jose Bautista. I'm, I'm surprised he's really high on your list. Why? He, he was very good. He hit 54 home runs one year. That's true. But he led the league so twice in home runs. So did uh, Frank Thomas. Did he not? Frank Thomas never led the league in home uh -oh. runs when he played Maybe, with the Toronto Blue Jays. What was that countdown that they had? Well, that was the countdown to 500 okay. home runs for never Frank mind. Thomas. I am wrong. Yeah. 
Frank Thomas, you know, weird signing, and then just got run out of town. Yep. By J.P. Ricciardi, who <laughs> might be back in baseball as a GM someday. You never know. He's yeah. he's always hanging around. So, he's a leech. What? <laughs> a leech? Yeah, what do you mean? Sticks on. Hard to get rid of. He's He's actually a pretty good, decent executive. Now. Now. I would say that... In bold. I now. would say that he would have been a good executive for the Toronto Blue Jays had ownership been not so caught up in the idea that we need to cut payroll, cut payroll, cut payroll. We are back from our interlude. No, nope. it started again. Well, I think we should just continue. Like, whatever. If you hear a weird buzzing noise in the back, it's currently 8.39 and somebody's doing woodwork outside. I don't live in a sketchy area, I promise. It's just... I don't know. Some people get creative at night. Yeah, it's quite loud. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm wearing headphones and I can hear it through yeah. through these no, noise-canceling headphones. So I'm not quite sure if the microphone's going to pick it up or not, Leslie. But uh, we'll, we'll just uh, see how it goes because I'm tired of waiting. Mm-hmm. So number two, Jose Bautista overcame so much mm-hmm. and then put up great years with the Toronto Blue Jays. Unfortunately, when he fizzled out, he really fizzled out at the end. Oh, it was terrible and it was it was hard to watch and unfortunately was the peak the the bat flip the peak was probably the bat flip yeah because he, he battled injuries in the end and like he, he never got back to the being the home run hitter that he was but he mm-hmm. was also a lot older when he figured it all out oh, so look at that right now guerrero jr has his arm around Bo bichette on the bench that if you were watching is uh not a current live shot that oh. is from the opener the other day oh and they're just you know being best buds yeah they're just best buddies just best buds vladimir guerrero jr and bo bouchette two players who could possibly be on the top five list one day but look at how tiny bo bouchette looks next to guerrero bo bouchette is tiny compared to guerrero yes all right leslie okay this has been our probably our longest top five this, which is okay, because it's just about the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. I have several honorable mentions right now. Um, and two of them are jokes. Two of them are jokes? And one of them is to get you riled up, and the other one is to get Mom riled up. Jason Frazier. No. Oh. <laughs> we'll talk about him later? No. We will not be talking about Do not about... say Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> I but... recently, I finally unfollowed him on Twitter, and that was the most peaceful and rewarding thing i've done in a long time that is just a another reason why i put him on my list just to bother me just to bother you and the one to bother mom is r.a dickie i think that bothers me too oh does it well after the uh the uh alcs game against kansas city that we went to when they lost 14 to 2 yes i was not a fan of r.a dickie after then Dickie, his name is Dickie. Right. <laughs> All right. And so for my real honorable mention list, we already talked about Minori Kawasaki. Can I just say first that I made a list, top five, and then I made a list, top five players we hated, and both R.A. Dickie and Marcus Stroman were on there because I thought you as well did not like them. No, I just threw them on there to get a reaction out of you. Mm-hmm. We talked about Munenori Kawasaki as an honorable mention, but mm-hmm. the one that I really want to stress as an honorable honorable mention is John McDonald. Oh, Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac was a trooper for the Toronto Blue Jays. 
was never named the starter no. coming out of spring training and always ended up being a starter by the end of the year because of his incredible defense. Mm-hmm. And Are we tw- going to talk about the home run story on tw- Father's Day? Towards the end, he, he actually did develop some power. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the one walk-off home run he hit, mm-hmm. which is my favorite Buck Martinez home run call of all time. Oh. John McDonald, the left field. This ball is got to get out of here. Inaudible. You can't Just comprehend. Just inaudible. <laughs> what Buck says. Yeah. And then, of course, you mentioned it. The home run that he hit on Father's Day just a couple of days after his father passed was mm-hmm. also quite an incredible moment. Mm-hmm. And one of the most memorable home runs in the last 20 years, if you take out playoff home runs. Mm-hmm. So... And then, of course, number one, we already talked about him, Roy Halladay. So let's that, go on. That's to, a good segue let's, into a deeper discussion of Roy Halladay. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so we actually went to Roy Halladay's, wasn't it like his second game? No. Ever? No. What? No. I've been telling people lies about <laughs> Roy Halladay's second game ever was a near no hitter against the Detroit Tigers. Right. But and we went to one of his first games. So we went to his first game after, his first game as a starter. Mm. After he rebuilt his arm delivery. So Roy Halladay used to come straight over the top. Mm-hmm. And then he got sent down all the way to A ball. Mm-hmm. And was told to change his pitching mechanics to throw at a three-quarter angle. So he did that. And we saw his first ever start when he that's, changed his arm angle. That's what I need to be telling people. <laughs> yeah. And that was in the game that we mentioned before, the Montreal Expos game. I believe Holiday struck out 10 in that game. That was his first start? That was his first start back, yeah. Wow, I really got that entire game wrong. First, I think it's Roy Holiday's second game, and then I think it's the Joe Carter game. <laughs> yes. Uh, we sat in the 100 level. We did sit that. in the 100 level, up right above the visitor's dugout. Mm-hmm. We picked up the tickets at a hotel before the game. At a hotel? Yeah. There what? Was- uh, the hotel connected to the Sky Dome. And I can Who, say it was where? Sky Dome because that's what it was at the time. Who did we get the tickets from? The tickets were from a sports tour company. Oh. And because we didn't take the bus down, they left the tickets at the hotel. Oh, yeah. We're not bus people. We're not bus. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy bus. Was I? What was that? What was that year? 2000 or 2001? That was 2001, the, the Expos game. Four years old. My first Is that their first Blue Jays game? No, our first Blue Jays game was against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Back in that time, they were called the Anaheim Angels, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And that was in 1999. And we sat in the 500 wait, level. Wait, 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 wait. 1999, are we sure? Because I would have been... Two going am, on three. I am a hundred percent. Oh my gosh! My first game was when we, I was two years old. I'm a hundred percent confident that it was 1999 against the Los Angeles Angels. We sat in the 500 level, and no memory. Yeah, I also have no memory of it. <laughs> if I did have men- any memories, they probably wouldn't be accurate. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, and then the first game, I do remember going to the game against the Montreal Expos in 2001. And then I think we went to a game every year after that. At least one game every year after that. At least one, yeah. And last year would have been the first year that we didn't go to a game. And who knows if we're going to get to one this year. I know. It's so sad to think about. 
remember when we went to Roy Halliday games? We always knew we're going to be out before 10 o'clock. If it was a night game, we're going to be out before 4. There right. was a one game we were out. Quarter after 9. Quarter. I remember it finished at 9.16. Yeah, 2 hours and 16 minutes. Well, give a, or take. A, a little bit less because of first pitch would have started. Sorry, 7.07 start time. Right. But I remember that game. It was Roy Halladay against Joe Saunders. And I believe the Jays won. You remember uh, who the visiting pitcher was? Yep, I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because Joe Saunders was having a crazy good year that year. And it was supposed to be like, oh, who's going to win the Cy Young, Roy Halladay or Joe Saunders? And that game was over so fast. Mm -hmm. I want to say that the Jays got out to big lead early, like 6 nothing or something like that. And then the Angels came back and got four off of Halladay in the eighth. But Holiday pitched a complete game. I remember mm -hmm. that. And I remember this game specifically, Leslie, because when we went to leave, I'm like... <gasps> this was the washroom incident? I was like... Okay, not the constipation issues. But... No, no. I was like, oh, should I go to the washroom? Should I not go to the washroom? I could probably make it to the uh, en route. Uh, and mom and dad basically said, Josh, you're going to the washroom. I'm like, fine. <laughs> and we were probably five minutes away from a horrific crash on the 401 that mm -hmm. caused a transport truck to catch on fire mm -hmm. that backed up the 401 for a long, long time. And because I oh went to God. the washroom. <laughs> you saved our lives. I, sa I saved us being stuck in traffic there all night. That being said, we did get stuck, I believe, in Coburg due to paving there that that night mm -hmm. and we were still really late getting home thanks roy holiday for finishing the game so early but we still got there at home after midnight i believe oof and yeah. i re i remember that leaving and you the washroom incident and then the the fire and i right? remember that and i remember leaving early um for that what was another we went to a few roy holiday games right it was so hard because didn't like back then it was really hard to predict what pitcher was going to play no not even that it's just that we we wouldn't go on school night so yeah. it was hard to get unless it was the summer and and we also didn't like going on junior j saturday yeah because mom and dad never let us run the bases mm -hmm. still mad about that mom yep. never still run, mad about that dad never ran the bases was not a uh, um toronto star junior j no but that was a contest that and was we a never contest. we never won that contest so we always went on the sunday games Mm -hmm. and just giveaway days just circumstances uh we saw ricky romero probably like six or seven times in oh a row. that one year yeah <laughs> we yeah, saw him every time every time we went it was ricky romero every time we went ricky romero so that was really funny mm -hmm. but yeah we didn't we, unfortunately we didn't see a lot of roy holiday and mm -mm. what's really disappointing about roy holiday leslie is yeah he was an ace he was the mm -hmm. best pitcher in baseball and as a young fan, and I think you pro can probably say this too, you took it for granted at the time. Oh, 100%. You, just, you don't know what you're, clearly, when, right? <laughs> you don't know what you're watching. You just you just know, hey, I got an ace. Yeah. Like, everybody has to have an ace. Yeah. But then you realize, like, the Jays haven't had an ace since. Yeah. Other than that, maybe that, that two-month span when they had David Price. <laughs> and mom sorry david price was the ace and i know that uh you don't believe that not in the playoffs yeah okay he struggled a little bit in the playoffs but still he had some good starts in the playoffs too yeah. like like let's not even put it on him the jays should have re-signed him mm -hmm. thanks shapiro 
<laughs> I think if Anthopolis was there, the Jays would have re-signed David Price, but that's a, another story for another day. And yeah, but I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. I'm totally off track. I don't even remember what we were talking How about. How we didn't realize we were seeing greatness until it was too late. That's right. Yeah. So like, yeah, the Jays haven't had an ace since. And like Roy Halladay's a Hall of Famer And Marcus Stroman, you are not the ace. He was the first ballot Hall of Famer. Like the Jays tried with Dickey. It didn't work. They, I, I mean, they have Hanjin Ryu now, but I wouldn't say that he's anywhere near the dominance or the lights out quality no. that Roy Halladay was. So it's like the Yankees and Garrett Cole right now where you're actually scared to go face him. Mm-hmm. And you always hear the stories of Roy Halladay just being a genuinely nice guy, loving to coach and mentor the other pitchers and just that's, being a really good teammate. That's true. You you honestly didn't really hear a lot about that at the time when he was a player mm-hmm. because he had this reputation of being a hard worker and Mr. Do not talk to me on the days that I start. Like a Tom Brady. Right. Like he's very <laughs> serious, very intense. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really, really sad what happened to him. Of course, he died tragically in a plane crash. And then Did you read the book? I have read the book. And then... Is it good? It is good. It is good. I highly recommend it. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It really is. Mm-hmm. Oh, the worst part was when we went to the opening, opening day game of the season after Roy Halladay died and they were doing basically the memorial at the Blue Jays game and it was obviously really sad and emotional but then they had these blow up pictures of Roy Halladay that they put on the field and the first one they put up was right in front of us and it was like a family picture do you remember that nope it was so we were both talking we're like oh no this is so sad no. Just having like this big picture of his family just directed towards us. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? No. The memorial putting him on the level of excellence? I remember putting him on the level of excellence. And retiring the number? I remember that too. Mm-hmm. You can see it all on my YouTube channel. You can see it on your YouTube channel, but you don't remember the game? Right. Cause probably oh, cause that was the game that someone cut you off. Or was really the usher was really rude to you, wasn't it? Oh yeah, when he's like, when he was like, "Get out!" Yeah, because the game ran long, obviously, because all games run long nowadays. But the usher was so mad; he's like, "Just get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, we never saw him again. There never were some, saw him again. We, there were some ushers that we did see constantly, constantly, but we never saw that one again. He yeah. probably quit that night. Yeah. All right, Leslie. We've, we've, we've gone on a little bit about our favorite past players. Who is your favorite current player? There's I really shouldn't from. say because then he'll be traded. This is true. I go back and forth between Bo Bichette and Vladdy Guerrero. Mm, do you know who I think is underrated right now? Who? And I thought was underrated like last year and the year before. Who? Biggio. Biggio is really good. Yes. He's and I really think good. He, gets, he lives in the shadow of Guerrero and Bo yeah. Bichette. Yeah. He's really, really good. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big Guriel fan too. Like the Jays have a lot of good young hitters, and it's it's really exciting to see what they they are going to have here in the coming year. Do you have a prediction for this year, Leslie? Um, Do you think they're going to be a playoff team? Because remember, last year they did make the playoffs, but playoffs barely. playoffs were expanded last year. Playoffs were expanded. It was a shortened season. I think if they have a downfall, it's going to be their pitching. 
Absolutely, because they have one pitcher, Hunjin Ryu. And you see Tanner Roark tonight. He's already given up two home runs. The Jays are currently losing 3-1. I think they have what we've seen so far. They have a strong bullpen, but a bullpen can't carry you to champions. Yeah, I hate, I hate the way that the Blue Jays are using analytics now. And analytics show... Moneyball? Analytics show that... Boom. That was a big thud. Leslie hit the <laughs> table with her leg. Excuse me. Analytics show that as you go further and further into a game as a pitcher, you get worse and worse and worse. So generally speaking, the Jays are trying to use as many pitchers as possible. And I just... But wait, 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 wait a minute. That's not analytics. That's just pure common knowledge. The more you pitch, the more you tire. Therefore, you can't perform that well. That's not analytics. <laughs> but it's just it's just so dumb. Like, like, you need to use your eye test. You need to be able to make those decisions yourself saying, hey, this guy, look, this guy is tiring right now. I should take him out. Mm-hmm. No, like, last year in the playoffs, Matt Shoemaker was... Perfect, I think, through three innings and they took him out. Oh, that was dumb. I remember and that. And the Jays went on to lose that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it's. I just find it irritating how baseball is managed these days. Mm-hmm. So the Jays are going with this strategy where they can throw out pitchers for three, four innings at a time and then throw out another pitcher for three, four innings at a time and hopefully... That's dumb because you're eventually going to tire your bullpen and your other pitchers. And especially... Bullpen pitchers aren't typically meant to pitch every day. Right, exactly. <laughs> so if you have them pitching every day, then they're going to tire, and there's no one to help them once they tire. 100%. Are we going to have, um, what's his name come in? I already forget his name. Chase Pennington? Cliff Pennington. Cliff Pennington. Started Cliff, with a C. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff Pennington, the uh, shortstop utility infielder who came in and pitched during the playoffs. Yeah, that was a sight. It sure was. Now, Leslie, the Blue Jays are playing their first three homestands of the year in Dunedin. Mm-hmm. Dunedin, for those of you who do not know, is the... Triple A. Spring training site. Triple A's Buffalo. Excuse me. The Sunshine State. Eventually, they're probably going to move Buffalo. to Buffalo. But do you think, Leslie, that they'll ever get back to Toronto? Is that what they're saying now? Is that the Blue Jays will never come back? No, they'll come back. Oh. But do you think they're going to come back this year? Uh, no, probably not. And the reason I think that is because we take COVID a little bit more seriously in Canada. Than the COVID we do. situation here in Canada is pretty dire at the moment. It is pretty bad because also we suck at rolling out the vaccine. But it's also because we don't make the vaccine here in Canada. And we suck at rolling it out. Like, yes. There's tons of vaccines sitting in freezers right now that is just going unused. So Yes. I don't know. It's 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 tough. I'd like to see the Blue Jays back this year. I don't think it's going to happen. No. If it does happen, it's not going to be until Canada Day or thereafter. What a welcome Canada Day. The I think Blue that's Jays are back. I think that's the ideal home opener. With but people or without people? I don't think you'll have people. No, they'll just play. Not there. a chance in hell. No. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Next year? Next year for sure. You think so? Yeah. That's what they said last year. I know. <laughs> I said, But then again, we didn't have a vaccine at this time. I said that the, 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 the Jays season was going to start on time last year. Oh, we were going to go. Right. I remember, we were planning. We had plans to go. I had to disclose at work <laughs> when this whole COVID started. We ha- I had to disclose that I was going to a, an event that had a large crowd. Right. And I was like, I'm going, I'm going. And then I got, I took, I scheduled the time off. Yep. And then it was, sorry, canceled. Yes. So, Leslie. 
we've gone to a lot of Blue Jays games over the years. Are you going to ask me for a favorite one? No, I'm not going to no, ask you for a favorite like, I can't one. Pick. But we've met some memorable people at the Blue oh, Jays games. Oh my god, I love this story. Which, no, which I mean topic. Which one do we start with? Why don't... Tuna Lady? Let's start with Tuna, tuna Lady. Tuna Lady. What a, she seems very nice. Have you ever talked to her? No. She just... She comes prepared to games, let's just put it that way. Yeah. With any meal, could be roast beef. Sometimes. Some, I've seen her eat potatoes. Roast beef and potatoes, yeah. yeah. I've seen her eat a sub. Yep. But... The most, the most memorable... Was the tuna. The tuna. Who brings a tuna sandwich on a hot summer day? I don't. I don't even know if the sandwich was prepared. Like I, I vividly remember. I don't even know if like it's she true. had the tuna salad in a Tupperware and it, bread in another. I no. I just remember like the actual can, but I don't know if this is true. Uh, I don't know. Is, it's like is, how I went to see Joe Carter play. This, this <laughs> is a question that we have to verify with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. But I just remember the oil from the tuna sandwich. Just she had a plastic bag in the sandwich, and the oil just dripping off of it. Ooh into this bag and this smell was overwhelming that's just super fishy (laughs) and on a hot summer day at the ballpark it was not Mm. pleasant at all Mm. and she got the nickname from us tuna lady tuna lady and she still goes for the games you still see her there Mm -hmm. we generally sit in the same area because as we mentioned before we did have season seats for a while So we saw her quite frequently, and I saw her at the Olympic Stadium Games in Montreal. So <laughs> it's just, she's very, I, I've never had any issues with her. She sits there, and she listens to the game with, on the radio, and she got her earbuds in the whole game, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't understand when people do that, though. Listen to the radio while they're watching the game? Just to hear the play-by-play. So, so if so something it, you can't it, see, it, right? If something's happening on the field and you're like, "What's happening?" Like, mm. then that way, you know. Gotcha. So um, I'm going to oh, to I go. I was going to put another one. I'm going to go off off the board here and just say someone that we've actually never met personally. <gasps> Beth. Beth. <laughs> so Beth, aka Home Plate Lady, as she's become known on Twitter. We assume her name is Beth. Yes. So. For the, Could be wrong. Looks like a Beth. A lot of people probably don't realize, Leslie, that Beth actually used to go to the game with somebody else. Tom. So we called them Tom and Beth. And <laughs> and Leslie and I jumped on this bandwagon train. I don't even know what you want to call it. But we noticed that these two, this older, older couple, yeah. was going to games consistently. And they were always sitting behind home plate. And, and we noticed that. Years and years and years before social media caught on to it. Yeah, this was before probably social media was a big thing. And I actually did learn her name the other day. And what? I cannot remember for the life of me what How it is. would you forget this information? Right? It was on a podcast and it's just... Did it disclose who she is or what she does? I don't remember. I don't remember. It's really annoying. Tanner Roark just gave up his third home run of the game. It's currently 5-1 for the Texas Rangers in the bottom of the third. Take him out. So Tom always looked like he was falling asleep during the games. Yeah, and it was it was very apparent towards the end that Tom was not doing well. was not doing well. And I, I think it's safe to assume that he passed away. He hasn't been at games in probably the better part of five or six five or six years at least. Oh yeah. 
No, he's even more than that because he wasn't there. He was going around for the playoffs, so pro- probably seven or eight years. Oh, that's sad when you say it out loud. Right? He wasn't around for the playoffs. Yeah. But everybody knows who Home Play Lady is now. Mm-hmm. She's gained lots of social media attention. If she had social media, she'd have lots of followers. But no one really knows, well, apparently you did and forgot, yeah. who she is or what she does or what her connection is. Yes. Yes, exactly. I have no idea. There's always there been were, theories. There, there was the rumor that she was won the naming contest to Sky Dome. I, yeah. can, I can tell you that is untrue. That is not true at all. And then there's, she's related to someone at Rogers. Right. I don't think that's true either. Is she just some sort of rich lady? I believe so. I really do. But nonetheless, must be nice. Nonetheless, great band. Oh, and she gets great service. Yeah, you know she doesn't walk down the stairs anymore. That's right. She gets taken in. She gets carted in every day. She gets day. carted in by the uh, the field crew. Yep. Because it's either she can't do the stairs. We've determined that she can't do the stairs anymore, or she doesn't want to be harassed. Right, because she's so popular. She's yes. a celebrity. Yes, even when they do the cardboard cutouts. Yep, she's, she's always she there, there in Buffalo. Plate, next right. to Getty Lee. Next to Getty Lee. <laughs> and uh, Leslie, so like, who's another person you want to talk about? Maxie. Maxie. <laughs> of course. Oh, Maxie. Maxie. So this was... Maxie's probably like 10 years old now. Older than 10. You think so? Yeah. Maxie was just a little tiny baby. Maxie was annoying little brat. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Didn't he like kick the chairs too? Or was it just the parents that were annoying? Wasn't Maxie a baby? Was he a baby or I, was he like a toddler? I'm pretty confident Maxie was oh a baby. Oh my gosh, my memories of these games are completely different from what actually happened. I have. This is a, another question because for dad, because mm-hmm. every time a foul ball comes back, Dad will say, ooh, you see that boy catch that ball, Maxie? Yes, that's what happened after Josh catched a foul ball. Josh just stood up, caught the ball, and sat right back back down. Sat back down. It's no big deal. Just another day. It Um, was amazing. I I remember that moment vividly, seeing the ball coming towards me. It was the very first time that I ever caught a foul ball. And I just remember seeing it coming towards me and be like, holy crap, is this actually happening? I've gone to baseball games for years and years and years and years and You've never got a ball. You've caught before that home, like, batting, batting practice. practice ball. That's not the same. It's not the same. This was no. live in play. And Alex Avila of the Detroit Tigers mm-hmm. hit one, and it was slicing, and I'm like, it's coming right for me. And I reached out, and I grabbed it. And you're just like, okay. Yep. <laughs> Step back down. Right? Now, now that you shared your story, I have to share my story. Well, I, the story that you didn't believe. Well, I actually ended up catching two more oh, woohoo. during play. One which hit hit a seat and bounced to me, so that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was actually hit towards me where I had to jump up and catch it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I made that play. Mm-hmm. I'm like Zach Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, when I caught my foul ball, no one believed me. No, because I I sent a picture of the ball I caught, and you all said, "Where'd you get?" And the family group chat, you're like, "Where'd you get that from?" And I said, "I just caught it." They're like, "No, you didn't." 
Right. Yes, I did. Nope. To the point where they had to rewind the TV and hear the crowd reaction. Well, right. I remember. I remember watching the game on TV, and I remember being like, "Oh, that ball is hit back towards our seats." Yes. And then you texted shortly thereafter saying, "I caught the ball," and I was like, "There's no way you caught it," because less for those of you who don't know, obviously you wouldn't know. Leslie has. One of the worst gloves I have ever seen in my entire it's life. Great. It's great. It's so stiff. It. It's stiff. Yeah. It's so stiff. It's you stiff. Can, it's like my back. You can, you can <laughs> barely move it. <laughs> but somehow she still catches balls with it. It's quite unreal. It's great. I love it. I've been using it ever since, I don't know, softball days. But yeah, it came directly towards me. I had to kind of reach a little bit. Not a full jump. And then I just kind of hit me and I was like oh I caught it and then unlike Josh I was like pumping my fit arms in the air like right. celebrating everyone was clapping around me right and the guy in front of us Charles was Charles yeah Charles our friendly uh, f- fellow season ticket holder he-, he remembered and said to mom and Josh the next game was it like oh your sister caught your sister caught a ball here the other day yeah it's like yeah I know but Fun fact is I went later in the summer with one of my friends and there was a season ticket holder from about the section over, probably Tuna Lady section. And eventually, I guess he knew Charles or something. I like how you just assume that people know what section Tuna Lady's in. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I guess he knew Charles because Charles was at that game too. He comes over and he says, I remember you. You're the girl that made the catch in the section at this game. I'm like... Yes, that's me. That's <laughs> I'm, funny. I'm famous that's with funny. the season ticket holders. That's funny. Yes. Another person that I'd like to point out is... Peanut guy? Peanut guy. <laughs> the guy that ate peanuts by putting the whole thing in his mouth and then spitting out the shell. No, we're not talking about that. That's just so weird. I don't want to talk about it. Why do you even put that mind in my head? It's funny. Why do you even put that mind in my head? I was so... Why do you even put that thought in my head? <laughs> I was so confused, too, when I looked and it's I just, saw it. It's just... It was so strange. It was the weirdest way I've ever seen anybody eat a peanut before <laughs> in my life. But, no, I was going to talk about Josh. Oh, Josh! Because Josh was a 50-50... Uh, person who sold 50-50 tickets. Really? He's a 50-50 person that sold 50-50 tickets? Yes. <laughs> and Leslie, mm-hmm. confirm or deny? He was your doppelganger. Did we look alike? Exactly alike. And it was, I said to dad after I met him, you had the exact same mannerisms mm-hmm. to the way you wore your hat, the way you talked. It was so strange, <laughs> but so cool at the so, same time. Leslie, I think it's fair to say that we have a work voice and we have a like late lounging around the house voice. Yeah, a customer service voice. Yes. A customer service voice where we where we can be very very serious and you put on that that mm-hmm. fake smile or whatever, right? And this guy totally has it too. Oh yeah. And it's just the but, way that he talks and the way that he wore his hat kind of lifted up a little bit on his head the best part about he that wore was glasses that was that were very similar very to mine. similar similar face round yep. face um similar hair but i think the best part was his buddy relationship with dad you're right <laughs> <laughs> hey dad when we went to a 50 50 game he wasn't going to any sort of 50 50 guy he was 
walking around the entire stadium until Seeking he found Josh. Until he found Josh. Yeah. And they knew each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> when they saw each other from afar, they hey. po- they pointed at each other. They were like, "Hey, it's you." Yeah, let's go. So, I wonder how Josh has been doing since. Well, he also worked at Costco. He did work at Costco. So maybe he's still getting lots of hours if he's still at Costco. Well, I assume so, given the pandemic. But yes. We'll see. Is there any other people that you want to point out, Leslie? Oh, I just had it. And now I can't. Oh, the baseball poet. The baseball poet. The baseball poet. Every time someone came up, send it to heaven, number 11. Take it for a drive, number five. <laughs> like, just making any sort of rhyme with their number. Yeah, he's, he, he, he was funny too. Mm-hmm. Occasionally you get somebody in your section who's just very, very funny and it's just enjoyable to listen to. Sometimes and, you get the asshole who won't shut up and you're just like, shut now, the fuck when up. When we were growing up, did you remember a lot of people being like the assholes? A hundred percent. Or did we just not think it was funny at the time? We didn't get the joke. I, I, I definitely think that we had a stretch there for a long time that every time we went, we were sitting next to the intoxicated asshole. Yeah. I really do believe that. There was times where it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But... Especially being that young. Right. But, I mean, you you, you live and you move on. <laughs> you become the drunk and talking melon and the only, the only the only other person that I want to talk about, Leslie, is uh, the hot dog guy outside. George, George. yeah, George, yeah, and uh, we, generally speaking, get a hot dog from him after every game. Try to anyway, or before, or before, but generally after for me, mm-hmm. just because you need a snack for the way home. I need a snack for the way home, and the nerves beforehand. You can't eat. You can't eat. Yes, right, mom. <laughs> so. His hot dogs are phenomenal. I always get ketchup and onion on mine. Oh, just ketchup for me. Yeah, and he yeah he's he's been really good to us. And uh, sometimes he remembers guess, dad. He doesn't remember anyone else. Yeah, and I guess, <laughs> I guess too another guy that we should point out is is the homeless guy across oh, across the street. He's he was there for years. He's still there. I can't remember his name. I'm re- Brian. Oh, Brian. That's Brian. right. Brian. Brian. Now yeah. Brian. <laughs> It wasn't just someone that asked for money. He would hold the door for people. He would people. hold the door for people as they as they, as they came out of the parking garage or as they went into the parking garage. And, mm-hmm. he'd always, and I'd always say, God bless. And he'd always be very kind and appreciative. Yeah, and always say, you know, thank you and everything. Once, yeah. You know, you always make sure. Give him a crisp five. That's right. At least. That's right. That's at right. least. We try their best. Yes. No, a super nice guy. He always referred to dad as his friend. That's right. So, mm-hmm. hope he's doing well through COVID. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell. It's you hard ju- to tell. You just you just don't know. Um, I feel like oh, beer Jesus. Beer Jesus. <laughs> the uh, um, some of the employees, the beer hawkers. Don't you remember him? Oh yeah. The guy that looked like Jesus. That was the beer guy. Yeah, I remember him. There was the Stella guy. You didn't like the Stella guy. Stella. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Cold beer. The best story was when Dad threw him off. By yelling hey at him? Yeah. Because you could see that he was... He, were you with him? I was with him, yeah. When he was 
you could see the guy, the the beer vendor, you know, taking a breath in of like he's gonna be like, hey. But then before he got it out, <laughs> Don said hey before him, and then he just started laughing, right? Right. And the worst part was his dad didn't even buy a beer from him. No. <laughs> dad likes to troll people. Yeah. If you haven't got on. That was definitely a major troll for sure. Yes. Hey. Hey. Cold beer. <laughs> I actually don't think he came back that, that game. No, dad. Oh, that game? No, because he was like, oh, that guy is just going to troll me more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then I guess if we're going to talk about vendors too, we, we, we should definitely talk about the program guy who was there for years oh and years and gosh, years and yeah. years and he, uh, he passed away. And he didn't just do programs for the Blue Jays, he did them for the Leafs and Raptors. Yep, absolutely. He sold programs and he was the hardest working program guy I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah. When people are like, oh, I still have some left, too bad, we'll see you tomorrow. He would go up and down the aisles. Trying to sell, sell the remain of his programs and... He uh, has a plaque at Rogers Center in in, oh, in, in the back. Yep, in in center field in the 100 level, there's a plaque dedicated to, to the program guy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Such good memories. Right? Even if I don't get them quite right. <laughs> See, it's, it's, that's, that's the thing about baseball is baseball is a sport that brings people together. And... Yeah, and I have a lot of friends that don't particularly like watching baseball on tv but love going to the games yeah they're fun mm-hmm. games are fun to go to and games are you know you don't have to be social the entire time but it's good just a fun fun outing for the day or night i mean hopefully we get to a point where we can all go back to games again oh yeah that would be ideal like like obviously the blue jays were a huge huge part of both of our childhoods and like we both played baseball mm-hmm. we both played softball and we both played baseball in high school Yes, the token player. That's what mom called me. Because you were the only girl on the team? I was the only girl on the team. I was the first and only ever girl on the team. I was actually going to point out this in uh, the preamble, Leslie, but you're actually wearing a Trojan Athletics volleyball shirt. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. Really? Really. I wear it all the time for like games and stuff, for warm-ups. Yeah. I guess because you never went to my games. Nope, never. And it has my name on the Wow. Not tattooed. Put, 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 right. <laughs> put it in the comments section. Was I a bad brother for not going to Leslie's volleyball games? I went to your baseball games and I vividly remember when you got kicked. Yes. Yeah, I do. Who I, gets kicked in baseball? I remember because I think it was a wild pitch at home and I came in and I slid in at home and the pit, pitcher came and he pushed me real hard. Wasn't that the catcher that kicked you? Someone the, kicked you in the head. There was, yeah, there I, I I was I was kicked and then I was pushed. I, the pitcher mm-hmm. pushed me. Yeah. Did you push back? I can't remember that part. I, I thought about it. I really did. And then I, I just walked away. And then the the thing about about that team and probably the reason we never won is because there's a bunch of shitty people on that team. Oh yes. And I played with some of them eventually. Right. But... And then none of them stuck up for you. Mm-mm. So the fact that that happened, it was basically me against everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, and no, nobody cared. It was very clicky. Yeah. Bunch of, I was going to say something inappropriate, but I'm not going to say it. They're they could, they bunch could of be, losers. They could be one of our listeners. Uh, and and then you're like, I hope you're not one of our listeners. You know what? If you are one of our listeners and you bullied me in high school, 
then leave a comment. I'd love to read your comment on air. <laughs> Let's read our hate mail on air. <laughs> right? Um, do you know what they called you? Blue Jay Billy. Yes. And do you know how I knew that? No. Because they were making fun of you after you graduated and yeah. I was on the team. Right. And they said, like, Blue Jay Billy. And then someone said, that's his sister while I was this. And I just waved. Right. The, the funny thing about it is, like, you know people are insecure about themselves when they talk about you long after you're gone. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Like, if, if these guys... Like and you, I was, you were not... You were talked about on more than one occasion. I was graduated at that point. Yeah. And, and they were still talking about me. Long gone. And they were still talking about me. And, like, I wasn't the best player by any stretch of the imagination, but I would like to think that I was one of the better players on that team. You could make an accurate throw. Right. I remember when someone... I was playing right field at the time, and someone overthrew first base by, like, a mile. Right. And then they're like, you need to be there. I'm like, you need to aim better. Right. <laughs> make your throws. Make your routine plays. Yeah. The thing about high school sports in Canada is that nobody cares. And there's just oh, a no. lack of effort. Lack of effort. Lack of funding. It's nowhere near... I, states. I would love for college and high school sports to be the, at the level they are in the States. It's insane. But nobody cares. Yeah. The, and that's the, a, the that's stadiums a they real have shame. for it's high a school real football shame. teams. Yeah, it is insane. Yes. It's, it is a real shame, though. And I hope that at some point in the future that they'll be able to fix that in Canada. But I, I say that and I know that that's just never going to happen mm -hmm. because the Carlton Ravens, for instance, were one of the best basketball teams in the country, if not the entire continent. Mm -hmm. And because they weren't in the NCAA, they were never able to compete in those tournaments. But there were times when they played NCAA teams in preseason, like Syracuse and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And they would beat them like handily. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It, the Carlton Ravens won so many championships in a row. And I can't even tell you how many it was. Like, like whether it's like 9 of 11 or something like that. But national championships. But, like, I don't know. It, 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 just, it just makes you wonder if, if, if they were on the same level, if they had the funding, if they were part of the NCAA, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, what, what that could have done for Canadian sports in general. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, what yes. you going to do? And what position did you play for softball? Generally speaking, I played third base. Mm -hmm. I played first base. And I played a little bit of outfield in high school because that's where they wanted to put me. They put, like, the slowest guy in the outfield because that made sense. <laughs> Everyone on that team was slow, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it was. And a lot of them... No, I don't. No, I'm going to be mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Probably not in peak physical condition. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll put so, it that way. So here's a story, Leslie. Oh, okay. That is one that mom might be mad at me for telling on the podcast, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I used to be a catcher in softball. Oh. I was a rep, a rep catcher. And one, I think, I want to say it was like a Sunday morning. We were at practice. And I was probably I don't even know how old I would have been at the time but it was a rep team like we were really good mm -hmm. we were first place and we ended up winning the championship that year anyway we were taking batting practice and I got a foul ball back in the and, face no not in the face 
right in the groin. Oh. Right in the balls. <laughs> and let me tell you, that was the worst pain I've experienced in my entire life. Did, and was I, I there for that? No, you oh. weren't there for that. And I remember being on the ground and like crying, just in so much pain. This and is, then I remember this the, pre-cut. I, re, I remember. I remember, remember one of the coaches looking at my dad, and my dad being like, uh, "Jim, does uh, he have a cup?" And my dad's like, uh, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope." And I remember walking up and down, back and forth along <laughs> along the side of the field afterwards, just trying to walk it off, and like they're broken, <laughs> like being like, "I'm never having kids." Yeah, <laughs> right. Something's not right here. Like, it was, it hurt so much. And after that, I was never the same. I was like, nope, I can't do this. I don't want to be a catcher anymore. Mm-hmm. I give up. It's So I, I used to be a pitcher in That's softball right. all the time. I was really good at it, too. But when I got to playing three-pitch in elementary school, there's more safety precautions at school. You had to wear a helmet if you were a pitcher. But during practice, I got a line drive straight to the head. I was wearing a helmet, but it hurt. Not, it didn't. Well, it didn't hurt, but it was so scary that I was like, "No, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore." I don't Someone remember. else. I don't remember because I, I don't think I ever like went home and like talked about it that right. much because I was like, I think it hurt. Yeah, it was just scary. Yeah, I did the same thing in. Uh, elementary school. Do you remember Bobby? Bobby Deacon? Yeah. Wind it straight off of his head. You did that? Yeah. To him? Yeah. You devil. <laughs> I I remember hitting him, going straight off of his head, and like ricocheting to first base and being like, yes, I made it to first. And they're, like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, you're out. Because <laughs> if you hit your own pitcher, you're out, I think, in yeah. three pitch. <laughs> and made it to and, first. And me, not caring about Bobby, being like, this is stupid. I hit it so well. I hit it right on the nose. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I remember. And that was before the days of helmets. I just remember it ricocheting. But he got right back up and was right back at it. Like Good for him. Like, yeah. Not it, serious injury. No. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, so... And Bobby, if you've discovered that you have brain damage now, I'm sorry. <laughs> Blame it on Josh. But please don't sue us. Mm. Or Josh. I'm not part I of don't, this. I, I was a minor. I don't think you can do that. You can sue the parents. You're not. Uh, you could sue the school board. Sue the school board, yes. If you're going to go after anyone, let it be the school board. Right. Oh, no. Mom worked for the school board at that time. But she was not. No, yeah. She wasn't involved in that. Woohoo! <laughs> We're in the clear. Sue whoever you want. <laughs> right? This has been a long podcast. Yes. Is there is there any other Blue Jays memories yet that you want to talk about, Leslie? I feel like once we end this, I'm going to have a bunch of memories. Yeah. Well, we can always do another short little one later at a different time. And That's true. We'll always come back to it because the Blue Jays play throughout the course of this year. So We'll run out of topics. It could be like one of our intros one day. Yeah. So so before we before we go, did you say yes or no to playoffs this year? I did not. Um, we got so off track. We did. I don't even know how we got off track. I think it's because they said that their downfall was going to be pitching. That's right. And I think that's where we left it off. Wild card? Oh, yeah. They're not winning the division. No. <laughs> wild card, maybe. Maybe wild card. Maybe. Mm-hmm. 
I still think that's a big F because there's a lot of good teams in the American League these days. Anyway, Leslie, this was my week. What's your topic for next oh, week? Oh, no, I always forget. You always forget. Shocker. All right, that's okay. it leaves okay. our listeners in suspense. We'll let the suspense continue. And next week, Leslie, I believe, is episode 10, double digits we enter next week. Are we really? Yes, that's correct. And I this get is to episode pick the nine, topic. Right? I think that's right. Hold on, just scrolling to the podcast. Have to, oh, where to go? I'm pretty confident that this is going to be episode number 10. It will be episode number 10. Next week will be episode number 10. We finally get out of the single digits and into the double digits. So find out what we're going to talk about next week on episode 10 of Pop Culture with Unpopular People. I'm Josh Gordon. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Leslie Gordon. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.